Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Thank you. 
Ja, Papa, Papa, ja, Papa, Papa, 
J.M. in the A.M. Chazanyanki Lemmer with the Zmiros medley. Uh, a song before that from the same album. The song is entitled Zuchnach Zeb Shabbos. And I'm sure that the uh, Yiddish speakers in the audience are not satisfied with my pronunciation. <laughs> That's for sure. Derech Achim with Adi Mamin. You heard Shalom Aleichem from Aish. Yomi Loi and Yismachu. Peiro, that was Shlomo Simcha. Ben Sion Schenker and Lachado Dean, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Friday on this May 4th. Th- June 4th. Did I say May? 
Isn't it June 4th? Wow. What a mistake. Someone's upset that the year's flying by the way it is. <laughs> it's Friday morning, June the 4th, day 24 in the month of Sivan. I think I got Sivan right. The year 5781, Tavshin I want to thank Rabbi Fast for joining us yesterday. Candlelighting time in New York, 8.03. 8.03 is candlelighting time. A lot of synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Um, well, Ben Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz is Thursday and Friday. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz is Thursday and Friday. Keep that in mind as we bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. And for those of you who are uh, still not uh, heading to shul on Shabbos, which is a discussion for another day, uh, the Molad will be Thursday at 9.15 a.m. and 8 halakim. Again, the Molad is uh, Thursday morning, 9.15 a.m. and 8 halakim uh, for um, for this Shabbos Mavarchim. 68 degrees, 93% humidity, winds are southwest at uh, 5 miles per hour. Thunderstorms today, high 78. Then tonight, thunderstorms early, they're mostly clear and a low of 65. Tomorrow, get ready, mostly sunny, a high of 91.1 degrees. Yeah, tomorrow is the day that we hit our first 90 for the year 2021. It's going to be a hot Shabbos in this area. 74 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at the 68 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Plenty coming up. Malcolm Homelines in Israel. There'll be no weekly update today, but we will have an update regarding a very important event coming up in Bergen County on Sunday. Rabbi Yudin, Harry Rothenberg, plenty more between now and 9 a.m. It's a Friday after all. Thanks for gathering with us together on an Erev Shabbos at JM in the AM.
Shame in the aim of Lipa. No there. Shalshalas Jr. before that with uh, Rifa Enu. You heard Kolmikadesh. I was Mordechai Ben David. Benny Friedman's Latova. Birchas Achodesh done by Leif Tahar as we get set to bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz Thursday. And Friday, candlelighting 803 here in New York. Make sure you know when things start where you are in this Erev Shabbos Parsha Shlach. And it is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network. And of course, in the beloved NSNF. Golly, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. We're here until 9. Harry Rothenberg after the top of the hour with Parsha Shlach. Or by Yudin in the 8 o'clock hour with Parsha Shlach. 
And in the 8 o'clock hour, Malcolm Homelines in Israel, so no weekly update. We will have information about a very important event this coming Sunday. That's all happening in the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at JM in the AM. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galitzal, Hashash Taim. Shalom Rav, Baulpan Ehud Graf, in Mashikorei Achshav. הסתיימה פגישת סיעת ימינה בביתו של יושב הראש נפתלי בנט. גורמים שנכחו בפגישה מסרו לכתבנו יניר קוזין כי חבר הכנסת ניר אורבך, שאמר לפני יומיים שאינו תומך בהקמת ממשלה עם לפיד, לא צפוי להתנגד באופן פעיל להקמת הממשלה, והוא ישנה את דעתו ויצביע בעד, או שיתפטר מהכנסת. בתוך כך, יושב ראש הכנסת יריב לוין שלח מכתב ליאיר לפיד ולנפתלי בנט, ובו הוא דורש מהם שיפרסמו את כל ההסכמים הקואליציוניים עליהם חתמו. בתגובה, מסרו מיש עתיד ומימינה שההסכמים יפורסמו אחרי שיחתמו, ודרשו מלוין לכנס את מליאת הכנסת בהקדם, כדי להודיע שעלה בידם להרכיב ממשלה ולקבוע מועד להשבעתה. הממשלה אישרה לפני שעה קלה תוכנית חירום לחיזוק שלום הציבור, ביטחונו והסדר הציבורי. זאת בעקבות ההתפרעויות האלימות בערים המעורבות בחודש שעבר. בין היתר יגויסו 300 שוטרים ותוצבנה שתי פלוגות מג"ב למשך שלושה חודשים לתגבור תחנות המשטרה ברשויות המקומיות המעורבות. בנוסף תתוגבר אבטחת מוסדות החינוך ברשויות אלה. ידיעה שריכזו כתבותינו מוריה אסרף וולברג והדס שטייף. אישה בת 38 נפצעה באורח בינוני עד קשה בתאונת דרכים בין רכב לאופניים בתל אביב. צוות מד"א פינה אותה לקבלת טיפול רפואי בבית החולים איכילוב בעיר, כשהיא סובלת מחבלת ראש. כך מעדכן כתבנו בן נצר. שרפת יער גדולה מתרחשת בשעה זו באזור צור הדסה שבמועצה האזורית מטה יהודה. לוחמי האש בסיוע שישה מטוסי כיבוי מטסים, מנסים להשתלט על האש בניסיון למנוע את התפשטותה לעבר בתי היישוב. המשטרה עצרה אתמול תושב ירושלים בן 34 בחשד שביצע עבירת מין בביתו החורגת, קטינה מתחת לגיל 14. כתבתנו בירושלים, אסהל פלד מוסרת, שהיום הוארך מעצרו בבית המשפט בשלושה ימים. מזג האוויר מעונן חלקית עד בהיר, ללא שינוי משמעותי בטמפרטורות. לסיום, לרגל חודש הגאווה. הערב יקיימו הקהילות הרפורמיות בישראל ובארצות הברית קבלות שבת גאווה המוקדשות לקהילת הלהט"ב. בקבלות השבת יוקדשו תפילות וברכות חדשות. הרב נועה סטט, מנהלת המרכז הרפורמי לדת ולמדינה, מברכת. אנו דבקים במסר היהדות הבסיסי והחשוב ביותר, ואהבת לרעך כמוך. נמשיך לצעוד שכם אל שכם עם הקהילה הגאה עד שנגיע לשוויון מלא. לקהילת הלהט"ב יש חלק בלתי נפרד מהעולם היהודי. אלה החדשות שעורך גיא נובוטני. על הביצוע הטכני, רוני ויטנברג.
JM in the AM. Derech Achim with Lachad Dodi. It's uh, Erev Shabbos Parshish. Excuse me. It's Erev Shabbos Parshish Shlach. Harry Rothenberg has words about Parshish Shlach, which we will get to in uh, in a minute or so. Um, Yeah, we'll get to it in a minute or so here at JM and the AM. I um I had announced during uh the Shiva for Mayor Weingarten that we will be presenting the, first of all, let me thank those who joined the Mishnayas program. It's sold out. The Mishnayas program being studied in memory of Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Nachum Ben David is sold out. And I can't thank everybody enough, and I want to thank everybody who is involved in coordinating it. Uh, aside from our very own Rabbi Yigal Siegel, I'm not sure who else was, you know, had a major role in it, but whoever did, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so that's number one. Secondly, I know that there's progress being made in the uh, study of Tanakh program. Uh, I'll have to get an update about that over the weekend. In memory of Mayor, thank you. And I know people already are thinking of different things that are being done that should be done in his memory. I know that there are people who are sponsoring Shiurim and Days of Learning in different high schools in our area. I know that uh, people are looking to sponsor Shiurim themselves uh, that are going on during Shloshim in memory of Mayor. Thank you, thank you for all of that. I, I said that here on the air we wanted to do something unique and something that would be befitting Mayor in a variety of ways and on a variety of levels. So what we did was, you may recall this from the conversation with Dr. Lior Gottlieb, Mayor Schavrusa, during uh, Shiva. I asked Dr. Gottlieb, who is one of the greatest biblical scholars on planet Earth, and again, I remind you that this is who Mayor studied with twice a week for 17 and a half years. That's how unbelievable. You, you, you know, don't, don't just think Mayor, you know, I mean, he did have everything at his fingertips, but my point is, I'm trying to, I'm saying this from a laudatory standpoint. Uh, he worked on it. He worked hard to to be as uh, proficient as possible in Tanakh and Hebrew and everything. Anyway, uh, so I asked Dr. Lior Gottlieb, I said that back in 1989, and I'll do more of this Monday when we start the segment, back in 1989 when Mayer and I first met and when we took the first group of people uh, to Israel together, every day on the bus, Mayer studied with with all of us the Shir Hamalot, the 15 Shirei Hamalot, that are in Tehillim and related it to being in Israel, related it to Aliyah La'aretz, related it to the Beit HaMikdash, etc. I said to Dr. Lior Gottlieb, it would be an unbelievable kavod, a great honor for Mayor's memory if you would study with us over a period of three weeks, because uh, they're 15 Shirei HaMalot, the Shirei HaMalot in Mayor's memory. And we will. Then this will be a unique way and a very Mayor way of honoring his memory. Well, I just got the first segment, which is the introduction to Shir HaMalot. I just got the first segment from Dr. Lior Gottlieb. I was practically crying. First of all, his presentation is is brilliant and, and genius. You'll hear it on Monday. But in addition to that, it is so befitting, Mayor. It is so befitting, Mayor. The, the Hebrew, the Tanakh sources, the Talmudic sources that are included in this less than three-minute segment so befitting, Mayor. 
So we'll start this Monday, please, God. We will literally do it. We're trying to do it to complete before Shloshim. I don't know if it'll be possible just based on uh, Dr. Lior Gottlieb's schedule, but we will obviously, every time we have a new segment, we will dedicate time to it and then post all of them together so you can literally study them, you know, together in Mayer's memory. Anyway, so I'm, I am somewhat emotional about this after hearing it, and I am certainly excited. And, um, you know, this week is Parsha Shlach. We've had a lot of talk about Yoshua and Kalev. So uh, a, a, a somewhat even more difficult week for me than last week was. Last week was difficult. It's the week of Shiva. This week, in a lot of different ways, has been more difficult especially as I'm hearing more and more stories about Mayer and his generosity and his benevolence and his care and concern for others, none of which I find hard to believe, frankly, just every one of them. Oh, and I must point out, first of all, thank you to Listener Yitzi. I don't know who Listener Yitzi is. He says we've never met. But when he found this newspaper called the Munsi Mavaser for last week Parsha's Bahaloscha, he um, purposely sent it to me by mail. Um, I mean, people had sent me the PDF, but having the actual article is amazing. It's an article in last week's uh, Muncie Mavasser, uh, an article in the section called Klal Personalities, uh, written by Yisrael Safran, and it's about Mayor Weingarten, the goodwill ambassador for Israel, Mayor Weingarten. And it's a beautiful article and t- talks about this show and talks about Mayor's so many different um, pursuits, all having to do, of course, with Israel and the future of the Jewish people. Anyway, so thank you for that. Um, I, I don't remember what I was saying, but anyway, so we're going to start that segment Monday, please, God. The stories that are coming out about Mayor are believable and like I said this week even more difficult because of the the reading this week that we've been involved with with uh, Yahushua and Kalev which of course has been a theme of ours over the last couple of weeks here at JM in the AM Harry Rothenberg his presentation is always appreciated by this audience he has a lot to say about Parsha Shlach here he is at JM in the AM this week's Torah portion begins with God telling Moshe, Shalach l'cha anashim, send for yourself men to spy out the land. The classic explanation for why God used that unusual phrase, send for yourself, instead of just send men, is that God was telling Moshe, this is not my idea. I don't like it. If you like it, that's on you. Send for yourself men, not for me. But I heard another explanation as follows. If you look at the beginning of the fifth book of the Torah, Devarim, Moshe early on recounts the episode of the spies and he describes to the nation how they approached him and they said, we'd like to send spies out before us to go spy out the land and then report back to us. God was hinting to Moshe, there's something rotten in Denmark. What do you mean they want to send spies and have the spies report back to all of them? That's not how spies work. If spies from the Mossad or the CIA go out and they complete their mission, they don't come back and call a press conference for the entire nation of Israel or the U.S. They report back to the head of the Mossad or the head of the CIA, but not the entire nation. If we're lucky, years later, when those spy records get declassified, we'll find out what they reported back. But here from the very outset, 
They were telling Moshe, no, we want to send spies and we want them to report back to us, to all of us, which indeed they do. The spies return from their fateful mission and they report back not just to Moshe and to Aaron, but to the entire nation. And then, emboldened, they go further than their mission. They don't just report back what they saw, they share their opinion. We'll never be able to conquer those giants in the land. And they turn the hearts of the nation away. And the nation gives up hope of being able to enter into and conquer the land, notwithstanding the fact that God is backing them. So that's what God was hinting to Moshe. Send for yourself, men. If you're going to do this, they have to report back the way spies report back to you as the leader, not to the entire populace. Hinting to Moshe that they had a hidden agenda and it was not a good one. This advice from God that he was giving to Moshe, that Moshe needed to remain in charge, is something from which we can tease out a takeaway. The importance of finding spiritual leaders, mentors in our own lives. In Pirkei Avos, we're exhorted, we're encouraged to you should make for yourself a rabbi. That doesn't mean that if you have a halachic issue, can I do this or can't I do this, you call a rabbi. Yes, of course, you have a halachic issue, an issue in Jewish law, you call a rabbi. A selacharav is much more than that. It's you have to create a relationship with a rabbi, somebody who knows you, knows your family situation, your financial situation, your spiritual situation. So that you can ask not just can I or can't I, but should I or shouldn't I, or I just want to talk something through to get your advice, to get your objectivity, to get your wisdom so you can share your experience. I'll give you an example. Years ago, I had a thorny theological issue as follows. I was playing in a touch football league. Every Sunday morning, we had a game. And one particular Sunday morning, we had a game scheduled, and that day happened to be Erev Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur Eve. So I called my rabbi a few days before the game, and I said that I have a touch football game scheduled in my league Sunday morning, it's Erev Yom Kippur, can I play in the game? He said, if you're asking me, can you play in the game? There's absolutely no Jewish law that says thou shalt not play in a touch football game the eve of Yom Kippur. So if you're asking me, can you? The answer is, you can or you may. But if you're asking me, should you, which I'm not sure if you're asking me, then I would tell you, my thought is as follows. Where you're holding now in your spiritual life, I personally think that if you have an extra hour or two on Yom Kippur Eve, you'd probably be better off and get more out of repentance or introspection or study than you will out of a touch football game. But that would just be my advice. You're free to decide. I have to say, it wasn't an easy decision to make. I had only asked the question, can I? I didn't ask the question, should I? I got more than I bargained for, but I was happy I did. Because after thinking it through, I realized that my rabbi was right. I decided not to play in the game. And I'm certain that I got more out of that extra time that I had for introspection and repentance and study than I would have in the game. Make for yourselves a rabbi.
J.M. in the A.M. Come Back, done by the Moshav Band. Yeah, it's a good Parsha Shlach song. I like that. Friday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. I want to thank uh, those who've already responded to our 5781 spring-summer campaign. Uh, We have been uh, very, very careful not to begin an official campaign in 2021 until things started to really get back, well, start to get back to normal, at least, in the world of COVID. Thought that would be appropriate. And here we are on June the 4th, and we uh, have just sent that, and probably uh, many of you are just receiving uh, the letter that we sent for the uh, spring-summer campaign of uh, 2021. Uh, Whatever you could do out there, whatever you could do to help us out, to keep us going, as I've openly described with uh, real clarity to this audience... There are multiple, and every one of them is, and every one of them is necessary revenue streams at this network. We have sponsorships. That's quite obvious when you listen to the show. Uh, we have um, sponsored shows, which is again quite obvious when you listen to our special events. Um, and we have listener support. And without all of our revenue streams, it is impossible to present what we do every single day at this network. Simple as that. So if you're a JMM fan, all we're asking is that you join us. You can either respond uh, through the mail with the envelope we sent you, or you can right now go to fjbunity.org. That's the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. And you can give your annual donation uh, at that website, fjbunity.org. Also, some people have actually been calling our studio during the daytime hours, Monday through Thursday, uh, to give their donation over the phone, which is very nice, and we thank you for that. And if you don't want to put it in the mail, I understand that. The United States Postal Service, not nearly as reliable as the, as the way they used to be. I get that. Uh, but the easiest thing, likely for you and certainly for us, is when people go to the website fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and they uh, support the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, which, of course, supports us. It's essentially our not-for-profit arm, and um, and that's it. There's really nothing else to say. Just please be as generous as you can. Give as much as you can. The monthly donations are essential and very, very much welcome, very, very much welcome. If you can uh, give a donation, that will be counted as a recurring donation, even if it's 18 a month, whatever it might be. That is extremely helpful. We ask everybody to keep that in mind. 
fjbunity.org for the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. And again, we thank you. And I'll give a special thank you to our uh, to the backbone of our listener support, the larger donors that always come through for us, sponsor our events, chair our events, um, sponsor shows, etc., etc. A big thank you to all of them from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, coming up, we'll have information about uh, a very very important event in Bergen County this coming Sunday. That'll be coming up. If you're anywhere near Bergen County this Sunday, try your best to stop by the Unite for Israel Parade. Um, that'll be very, very important and will be watched and reported on by many. Friday morning on this June 4th, the 24th of Sivan. It is grilling season, especially for the dads and grads out there. Our friends at A&H, their hot dogs are now available in Trader Joe's. And, of course, you get a 10% discount when you use promo code radio at uh, kosherdogs.net. Try A&H today. They have a million kosher delicious products. Maybe I'm exaggerating a drop. And uh, all their hot dogs, their regular hot dogs, are available in Trader Joe's nationwide. That can be very helpful as you travel and grill during the summer of 2021. Oh, that could be helpful, all right. Trust me on that one. That could be very helpful. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Benzion Schenker.
Wissen, da gibt's noch und noch Parnusse zu bringen, oi Tate, wasche, atug noch, atug, als Aschwere Woch. Zum Gaschmies Leben belost sich auch, komm, was bekennt sich dem Mut im Kachen. Es kommt über Schabes, alles stellt sich auf. Dicke Tische, wir können die Liften tappen. Lechut euch die Lekras Kalo. Benau, ich habe es nicht abgelohnt. Lechut euch die Lekras Kalo. Benau, ich habe es nicht abgelohnt. A ganze Woche wie bitte Shabbos <laughs> The tapel singt in die Kinderlich mit dem Lechut oi die Lichras Kalon Benalai Shabbos Nekabelo Lechut oi die Lichras Kalon Benalai Shabbos Nekabelo
Oh. 
J.M. in the A.M. The Tfilot Shabbat medley done by Micha Gammerman. Before that, you heard Shoresh. And um, our weekly update, usually Malcolm Holmline is with us. He's in Israel, is not able to join us this morning. We do have an important update coming up 10 minutes from now about an important event happening on Sunday. So keep it here at J.M. in the A.M.
J.M. in the A.M. There it is. It's Filot Shabbat Medley. Got some Mazel Tovs here. We got some Mazel Tovs to announce. Uh, first of all, Chaim David Rubenstein, Mazel Tov to you. The Big Bar Mitzvah celebration is tomorrow. And, of course, we had the opportunity to be at the first Big Bar Mitzvah celebration uh, one night this week. I think it was Monday night, right, or Tuesday night. Um, so Mazal Tov to the Rubenstein family and, of course, the Seidenberg family and the Pfeffer family with a special, special Mazal Tov to the Bar Mitzvah boy's mother, Hannah Rachel Seidenberg, Rubenstein. And, of course, a big, big Mazal Tov to the, uh, all the grandparents, but a special Mazal Tov to Mrs. Pfeffer on the uh, big Bar Mitzvah. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. What an amazing family. Continued smachot. Listener, Sina is uh, back to her old tricks. <laughs> Sending us Mazal Tov wishes, Baruch Hashem. Mazal Tov to my children, Sippy and Shayadov Schreiber of Bayswater, celebrating anniversary number 15 this Shabbos. 15 years and a few and four beautiful children later, you continue to bring me and Abba Alava Shalom, I'm sure, abundant nachas and joy. May Hashem continue to shower your family with good health. Simcha Natslacha. May you celebrate many more happy years together. Admeyev Estrim with much love from Ima. We know her, of course, as listener Sina. That's right. She has the mysterious name of listener Sina down in uh, Florida. Oh, and Sina mentioned to me something in the. Um... Oh, before I, I, because I don't want, I don't want to take this away from my screen before I announce it. Uh, we always remind you about JewishWorldReview.com, especially when uh, Malcolm's about to uh, speak about the news from Israel um, and the Jewish world. Uh, Malcolm's not with us this week. He's in Israel. He'll be back, please God, next week. But anyway, JewishWorldReview.com has a particularly good issue today, which you must read. Uh, go to JewishWorldReview.com. Remember our advice. Our advice is poignant and, um, and practical. Print out hundreds of articles before Shabbos, and this way, over Shabbos, especially a long Shabbos, you could be uh, up to date on uh, what's happening in Israel and the Jewish world with all the thousands of articles you've printed out from JewishWorldReview.com. All right, so take our advice on that. Believe you me, it's a piece of good advice. Um, our chairman, Ralph Rosenbaum, wrote to me yesterday. Uh, Nahum, please announce longtime listener's son is getting married. Mazal tov to Sarah and Phil Englard. Ellie Englard is marrying Sarah Bela. The college name is Sarah Bela of Baltimore, Maryland, this coming Sunday. So from Ralph and from B and from listener Cena and everybody who knows the Englards, we're going to say Mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And finally, there was one more Mazel Tov that I forgot to do yesterday. Give me a second here. I want to see if I can find it. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing only because when this when this gentleman sends in any type of Mazel Tov wish, it's usually it's usually a funny one. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll boil it down to this: uh, Shlomi Ash contacted me. Uh, he and Yael celebrated earlier this week their 36th wedding anniversary. I will leave out all the um, <laughs> all the adjectives that Schleimi used to describe 
what Yael has had to go through over the last 36 years. <laughs> but for those of us who are friends of theirs, uh, we know exactly what she's been going through. Uh, but in all seriousness, we're kidding around. Uh, Schleimy's the first one to uh, poke fun at himself, of course. But the Yael and Schleimy Ash, double high! Happy anniversary from all of us here at JM in the AM. And yes, Yael, congratulations. <laughs> what a run. Uh, Baruch Hashem should go on at Mea Esrim, as we say. Friday morning, more coming up. We have an important event to talk about. It's all happening here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and Alchemist.com, and Alchemist.com, and Alchemist.com, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
JM in the AM. Yaakov Shweki. Chaim Shal Shalom. All the brachot of Birchat HaChodesh that we say tomorrow. Let's hope, uh, in fact, comes true. Let's have a, a good, solid, peaceful month ahead. Please, God, please, God. We'll start with that. <laughs> and we'll talk about further into the future. But let's have a peaceful month of Tammuz, which we're going to bless tomorrow in synagogue. Make sure you are there. If you're not there, know that the Mola, the birth of the new moon, is Thursday at 9.15 a.m. plus 8 Chalakim. 9.15 a.m. Thursday plus 8 Chalakim. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz will be Thursday and Friday. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz Thursday and Friday. Well, um, and Malcolm Holmline will return next week. He's in Israel right now. He'll return next week with our weekly update at 7.40 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM in the AM. Karen Organ is with us live via telephone. She's been introduced to us as one of the coordinators, if not the coordinator, of uh, a very important event going on in Bergen County this coming Sunday. We are going, we're going to try, as, as, as more and more difficult as it becomes, because now our Sunday is completely um, uh, upside down, which uh, happened last night, but we're going to try our best to actually be there, and I hope thousands and thousands and thousands of you will be there at the Bergen County Unite for Israel Parade. It's in Teaneck. It starts at Phelps Park. It culminates in Sagamore Park in Teaneck, featuring a Benny Friedman concert. The concert's scheduled to start at 5.30. This is the time. Remember, we have no national Jewish leadership and certainly no uh, national Jewish government officials who are doing anything or saying anything about what's happening in this country regarding anti-Semitism, about what's happening in this country regarding Israel bashing, in terms of what's happening in this country in general uh, regarding the um, the uh, an- the anti-Semitic slash anti-Zionist rhetoric that is being allowed in the halls of Congress and on the streets of America. So when you uni- when you unite for Israel and have a parade like this, you get to send all those messages to the proper people that we support Israel. We're united with Israel. We are against anti-Semitism and the violent random acts against people that are happening uh, in this country. And certainly, we are against the anti-Zionism rhetoric that is uh, unfortunately prevailing. At this time, Karen Organ, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, what I like most about this um, uh, this uh, event that's happening Sunday is that, from what I understand, it has been put together by lay leaders and local rabbis, because, again, we have no one else to depend on right now. And in addition to that, it was put together in a very, very compressed amount of time proving again that when someone wants to do something, it's irrelevant how little time there is to do it. One can pull it together. Are those two facts correct? Uh, They are correct. It's been quite uh, a hectic two weeks for the eight members of our committee who have planned this. Um, But we have received so much support from the community, Um, the RCBC, all of the elementary and high schools. The Federation jumped on board, and we are expecting... um, Upwards of 5,000 people. Uh, we're not exactly sure how many, but we are prepared for whoever wants to come. Yeah, frankly, with the weather forecast the way it is, you may get more than 5,000. Expecting beautiful weather on Sunday, thank God. And yes, as you just pointed out, I'll say it as subtly as I can, uh, uh, the Jewish establishment sometimes needs a push uh, to get involved. And in this case, you guys went ahead planned something, made it an event that everyone has to be at, and sure enough, those who we want to get involved have eventually gotten involved. And by the way, I will read 
uh, eventually at the end of this conversation, I will read the list of all the supporting organizations and all the schools that are going to be part of it. The list probably is even uh, longer at this point, I would suspect, from the time you've printed the flyer. Uh, but every one of them deserves to be recognized. And their leadership, the principals, rabbis, organizational heads, they need to be um, uh, uh, um, lauded uh, for participating in Sunday's event. By the way, folks, on Instagram, it's Unite for Israel, Unite for, F-O-R, an actual word, Unite for Israel 2021. On Instagram, Unite for Israel 2021. Karen, go through the schedule. What's going to happen starting at 4 p.m. in Bergen County on Sunday? So we've got a lot of parkings. Fairleigh Dickinson University allow, allowed us to use their lot. Um, people are going to pull in. We have entertainment on River Road in front of Phelps Park. And at 4.30, we plan on moving out. We're going to move walk to Cedar Lane, up Cedar Lane to Garrison Avenue, um, Garrison to Cumberland, and right into Sagamore Park. We'll have a few speeches, but then we're going to sing and raise the roof with Benny Friedman and just show our support for Israel, show our support for the Jewish nation, and um, in the most positive of ways, show people that we're here and um, we're not going to stand for being um, threatened, put down. I, um, my family and I had an incident in Florida uh, two weeks ago, and um, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And there's strength in numbers, and uh, we're here. And that's in addition to the incidents going on in New York and New Jersey. And frankly, I'm sure your family was uncomfortable knowing what type of gathering was going on last Shabbos or was the previous week, whenever it was, in actual Teaneck, New Jersey as well. So there's a lot of, lot of, uh, of, of, of feelings, uh, a lot of trepidation. Uh, a lot of uh, desire to get out and do something, and you, your family, and those around you are actually doing something about it. We are, and um, it's it's been a labor of love and a pleasure to work with uh, this group of people, and um, it, it's really energizing to feel the support of the community. This would have been the day of the Celebrate Israel Parade, That's so we right. took that, that go by home, and... Um, we're going to walk here. We'll parade here. You don't even know how significant that is. <laughs> that on the day that there was supposed to be a parade in New York City led by national Jewish organizations, that uh, that was canceled. Again, not their fault. It was canceled because of COVID. That was canceled, and now local events have to take over. Uh, there are a lot of people that you have been thanking uh, on Instagram, a lot of people and organizations and synagogues, I hesitate to start reading them because I don't know if my Instagram feed has captured all of them in my photos, but I tried my best to do so. How does one, how does a synagogue that's not yet involved, how does an organization that's not yet involved, how does a family that wants to be involved financially, how do they get to be one of these sponsors with the clever names, uh, Israeli-related names that you've come up with? How does one get involved and right now show their financial support for a an event as vast as this one? So because the Federation jumped on board uh, to help us, we're, we're going through them with charitable donations. So www.jsnnj.org, donate. If you put parade in the memo, um, all the funds will come to this event. And anyone that wants to sponsor, get involved, has any questions, Unite for Israel 2021 for FOR, 
at gmail.com, um, and we will get back to you shortly. All right, so uh, th- the cool name sponsor, people have been asking me this, that's why I'm asking you. The cool name sponsor is a minimum of how much to donate on that Federation website? Anything. Anything anybody wants to give, um, any way anybody wants to show support. Um, okay, yeah. you've, you've answered the question, and, and frankly, that's a great answer. And we will continue to spread the word. You're asking everybody to wear blue and white to bring their signs and flags to gather at Phelps Park. Oh, those outside of Bergen County have asked me about how long the parade route is. How long? uh, Is it a mile? How long does it take to do this parade route? Just over a mile and a half. Um, We're expecting to be done. We're we're pulling out at 430 on the nose and we'll be at the park um, singing Hatikva by 530. Very cool. And I'm sure Benny Friedman's very excited and that everyone's happy that there'll actually be a Jewish music performance. A lot of times you go to an event like this and it's followed by 20 speeches. Karen, you would not stand for that. You want people to have entertainment. You want them to rejoice in Israel. Very few speeches. Where, um, that's, that's where we went. We're, we're looking, we're hoping that some of our local politicians will be there. We're not quite sure yet. We don't have confirmation. We would ask everyone to please bring water bottles. It's going to be hot. Um, we do have plenty to give out, but everybody should stay hydrated. Uh, the town, the police, uh, the county police, CSS, the uh, Federation security, it will be a very secure event. Um, we've made sure of it. There is a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, so we really just need people to show up, and we'll show you a good time. Are you t- are you hinting to the fact that some government officials are hesitating to attend, or this is simply a scheduling problem? We started very late. You know, ah, this has only been in the point. works for under two weeks. Right, you're being so we're fair. Hopeful. Right, right, you're being fair. I get but, that. Uh, you're being fair. Yeah, um, but it would be nice if if they did take a stand and come out and show support. This is a This is a big deal, and this is a lot of people, so we're hopeful. No question about it. Uh, Do you even? How long are you a resident of Bergen County? So I've lived in Teaneck since 1977. I'm currently um, a councilwoman in Teaneck. Do you remember any event in your lifetime that comes close to this? I mean, we're talking about you know you're you're throwing around the number 5000 i don't think it's an exaggeration at all i think you can expect a crowd like that sunday with the energy that i'm feeling from our bergen county friends um have you ever even has there anything anything in your lifetime been like this supporting israel and tinek no and this is a little bit personal for me my father um who passed away 16 years ago was president of bene sharon many years ago, and they sprayed swastikas on the shul. And I remember him arranging a, a rally in front with elected officials um, to come out and speak against anti-Semitism. So this actually um, is a little bit personal for me, um, but nothing like this, nothing with these numbers, yeah. nothing with this support. If I'm not mistaken, you and I about a year ago discussed this on the air when we visited Teaneck. Yes. Yeah. And we have- Sammy Bigel. In front of Sammy's, correct. And that was a uh, quite a revealing conversation about how dedicated you are to public service, specifically uh, because of uh, your father and your family's participation in, uh, in in public service events and organizations for many, many years. Uh, supporting organizations include Jewish Federation of Northern New Jersey, NJBR, New Jersey NCSY, Orthodox Union, RCBC, Stand With Us. Um, A F Y B A Y A B A dash D O. Um, I hope I have that right. Supporting schools and schools you could expect to see there on Sunday include 
Heschel, Ben Parat Yosef, Brewery of Frisch, Hechalat Torah, The Idea School, uh, Kushner, um, Mayanot, The Mariah School, MTA, Nala, Ramaz School, RYNJ, SAR, Solomon Schechter, TABC, Tanaflai Chabad Academy, Yavne Academy, Yeshivat Hatid, Yeshivat Noam. Uh, did I get? I got all those right on, the, on the flyer. You know, Karen. Karen Organ's with us, and we saw this in the Five Towns two weeks ago, and we've seen it really at a lot of amazing uh, grassroots efforts that have been formed around the country by different communities, lay leaders, and local rabbis. Since we're being completely ignored by our own national leadership and our own uh, government officials who normally support Israel and the Jewish community. Uh, it is amazing to me, and I'm sure this gives you tremendous satisfaction. I just read those names of those schools. You have an incredible, diverse crowd coming on Sunday. People who under normal circumstances would not interrupt their study schedule for public events like this, or, or similar, I should say, not like this, this one they are interrupting. And, and 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 events that sometimes might bring you a segment of the community. It seems from this list you are getting an, a, a complete array of right to left, up and down, different segments of the community. I hope you are getting that feeling of unity as you continue to plan for Sunday. We definitely are. It uh, gives you chills. Yeah. A lot of people involved who, again under other circumstances, may not get involved, and a lot of people involved who might find excuses not to unite together, and instead, and I mean this from everybody, by the way, everybody. <laughs> I'm speaking for myself as well. I also think of excuses sometimes not to get involved in stuff. But it's it call a vote to the Jewish community of Bergen County and beyond, because I think you're going to have people there outside of Bergen County as well, or from outside of Bergen County. Uh, really uh, knocking down the barriers, knocking down all the separations, knocking down what could potentially divide us and just uniting as one for an hour, two hours, whatever time they want to dedicate to be there and just enjoy the unity and enjoy the music and enjoy the unity for Israel. It's the Bergen County Unite for Israel Parade. It is not too late to be a sponsor, and we want to encourage that. These types of events need to be supported. It really is as simple as that. Uh, support by going to jfnnj.org, jfnnj.org slash donate. Make sure to enter Israel Parade in the memo line when you make your donation. And any information you need on Instagram, Unite for Israel 2021. And as we said, Unite for Israel 2021 at gmail.com. Karen Oregon, is there anything you'd like to add in regard to what people need to know about Sunday's event? Um, just to come, to stay safe, um, you know, it'll be a lot of people, and um, sneakers, water bottles, <laughs> and come with your voice, come come, raise your hands, and, and um, let's show our support. And uh, it's supposed to be over 90 degrees, so you're right about the water bottles, everybody take precautions, it is supposed to be, again, sunshine and 90 degrees, prepare accordingly, uh, and although I would argue that that weather is certainly to our benefit, and Karen! You are expecting people outside of Bergen County. You know there are a lot of people planning on invading Bergen County on Sunday. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. The, you, the more the merrier, the better, um, the louder our voices will be. Can you reassure everyone that there are still plenty of kosher eateries where they could go to after the parade in Teaneck, New Jersey? 
Absolutely. The merchants on West Englewood Avenue will be open, uh, Cedar Lane. And um, I, I believe we're hearing from them about some sort of discounts after the parade. Nice. Um, it'll, be announced, it'll be announced at the event, but I, I, we're going to hope that people will go there and visit. Phenomenal. After the work up an appetite. Phenomenal. Karen, tell your committee to get some rest tonight, and uh, we'll, see you, mm. we'll see you Sunday. And call kavod to you. Thank you. Have a good Shabbos. Oh, boy. Karen Organ, coordinator of Sunday's event in Bergen County. Yeah. When the Jewish community is in peril and when the anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism rhetoric doesn't end, you can't depend on anybody but ourselves. And lay leaders like Karen and her committee and the whole group of, of people who are involved in Sunday's event, and it must be it must be insane to try to put this thing together, especially with security and thousands of people and routes and logistics. It must be insane. Um, but th- you have no choice. You have no choice. When there's no one around to do anything, you got to do it yourself. And again, I am going to laud the local rabbis. And frankly, and, and now I'm getting into a topic that I really need someone else here to discuss it with. Um, so we'll save it for another time in full. But there are a lot of rabbis now in heavily Jewish neighborhoods in New York and New Jersey and probably around the country as well who did not grow up in the era that we grew up, in an era of tremendous activism and where the automatic reaction was to take it to the streets. And they are getting a uh, an education on the fly, and a lot of them are doing it really well. Some need, still need some help, but a lot of them are doing it really, really well. So kudos to the lo- That's why I keep emphasizing the local rabbis, because you can't get this stuff done without the local rabbis and principals and those who are you know responsible for our congregations and students. You can't get it done without them. Did you hear that list of schools? Could you imagine? I, I don't know if the schools are requiring people to be at this parade, but could you imagine if, if 100 kids from each school show up? I mean, you're talking about thousands just automatically with schools you know, telling everybody how important it is to be there on Sunday. Anyway, Kolak vote to the leaders who care. Kolak vote to the leaders who care. We knew we'd find them. We knew we would find the leaders who care. Just knew it. I knew they'd be out there eventually. Anyway. Um, we're late for a Bayoudin, right? Oh, speaking of Bergen County. <laughs> Speaking of Bergen County, we are uh, we are set for Rabbi Yudin. This time each and every uh, Friday morning, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, Congregation Shomrei Torah in uh, Fairlawn, New Jersey, which, by the way, is in Bergen County, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parsha Shlach. Parsha Shlach, according to the Chinuch, contains three mitzvahs, two positive, the mitzvah of Chalah and the mitzvah of Tzitzis, and one restriction, namely as found in the Parsha of Tzitzis, Losasuru, that the proper understanding and observance of the mitzvah of Tzitzis is to keep us away from sin. The, I'd like to 
begin this morning by wrestling with how could it be that unfortunately the Miraglim came back with this terrible report which changed the entire course of Jewish history instead of going into Eretz Yisrael immediately we are detoured and destined to be in the desert 39 more years and uh, instead of Moshe leading the Jewish people into Eretz Yisrael building the Beis HaMikdash being the Mashiach unfortunately all of Jewish history world history takes on a very different uh, course. I'd like to begin with an interesting observation of the late Lubavitcher Rebbe Zatzal, whereby he says, take a look. What happens is Moshe tells the Miraglim at the beginning of the parsha. Moshe says to them, go and see what the land is like. Are the people strong? Are they not? Are the cities fortified or are they open cities? And then tell us about the land itself. Is it a rich land? And bring back from the fruit of the land. Good. In reality, what happens? They come back. And take a look, notes the Rebbe, that instead of answering Moshe in the order in which he gave them the questions, they begin with Zepiria. We've been to the land, and this is its fruit. The land is a land of flowing with milk and honey. And only after they show the fruit do they say that the land is um, one of the people are strong and the cities are fortified. And what happens if you look in chapter 13, Pasuk 27 is when they show the fruit. And 28 is they give the description of the people and the cities. Now, interestingly, unfortunately, what is their major sin? Their major sin is in verse 31, where they say, unfortunately, that they are too strong for us. And the Gemara in Sota, Lamid Hay, understands it to mean Mimenu, not simply that they are too strong for us, but they're even too strong for Kavayochal HaKodesh Baruch Hu. Even God cannot defeat them. And that clearly was their problem, whereby the Torah says immediately thereafter, unfortunately, what they did was they brought an evil report on the land, and it is, unfortunately, by saying that even God cannot do it. But interestingly, you'll take a look at Pasuk 30. Pasuk 30, before they say, the Torah tells us, Kolev Esha'om El Moshe. Kolev silences the people and he gets in the beginning of 
his strong stance, he and Yoshua, Rabbi, what does he say? Kolev says, we can do it. We can conquer it. Now the question is, why does Kolev interrupt them then? They haven't even said their, forgive me, main line, which is going to get them into trouble. Why is he interrupting them? And the Rebbe notes very sharply that they begin their presentation with Zepiria. Take a look at the fruit. In other words, unfortunately, their primary concern was the bounty of the land, the Gashmias, the materialism of the land. And therefore, they were to be categorized as, to use the exact words of the Rebbe, they were serving Almanas Lekabel Pras. They were doing their job. They were serving God. Their primary purpose was to get the reward. And what was the reward? The fruit of the land. And then they were basically saying to the people, okay, we have to make a decision. Is it worth putting ourselves in danger for these fruit? But what was the primary? The primary was the fruit. However, and therefore, Kalev interrupts them. And what does he say, Kalev, very clearly? You're missing the point, everybody. The primary mission is not the fruit-oriented, but rather the primary purpose is Kibush Aretz, to conquer the land. This is what God wants us to do. And once God wants us to do this, this is what's primary. If afterwards the, the good fruit happened to be a side benefit thereof, wonderful. If the fruit weren't so good, we would still have to do it. It was basically a question of putting the emphasis on the right syllable, meaning what is primary, what is secondary. And therefore, Kolev saw that by putting the fruit first, everything was already in the wrong perspective. Interestingly, my friends, how does Eretz Yisrael get its Kedusha? It got its Kedusha through Kibush, through the conquering of the land itself. The conquering of the land gave it its Kedusha, and only afterwards were we to be concerned about the fruit of the land. Now, let's understand how could this happen. So the Shalah HaKadosh says very sharply, Moshe was not afraid to send spies. Moshe knew the answers before he brought them back. Namely, he knew the cities were fortified. He knew the people were strong. He knew there were giants there. But he was counting on the fact that they who had experienced so many miracles, both in Egypt, at the Yamsuf, and the daily raining down of Mun, the Be'er 
in the merit of Miriam, the Ananim, in the merit of Aaron, all this would fortify them to realize that as Hashem has been with us until now, He is not going to let us down. And indeed, if you take a look in the Torah, in the fifth book, turn to chapter 9, Bring it to the table tonight, the beginning of chapter 9 in the book of Devarim. What does Moshe say to the people? Exactly what the Meraglim said. Shema Yisrael. Moshe's talking to the generation that's about to enter the end of Israel. Very soon, this is the last 40 days of Moshe's life. Shema Yisrael. Moshe says to them, listen carefully. You are crossing any day now the Jordan River. To drive out nations. That are mightier and greater than you are. Orim, cities, gedolos of Tzoros, Bashamayim, cities that are great and fortified, literally up to the heavens. Am gedol varam anokim, a great and lofty people, the children of giants. Asher atoyadato, you know, v'atoyashamato, and you have heard, mi yisiat save, who can stand lifnei b'nei anok? This is exactly what the Meraglim said. But what is the next pasuk? And this makes all the difference. Moshe says, You shall know today, God, who over He is the one that is going to cross the Jordan before you. He is a consuming fire. He will destroy them. He will subjugate them before you. And you will drive them out. And you will literally cause them to perish quickly. As Hashem spoke to you. That's what Moshe said. That last pasuk, unfortunately, they did not have. And as a result, says the Shalom, it was the lack of their bitachon. It was the lack of their emuna which caused this to happen. And indeed, I'd like to point this out, that you find this in a very interesting word, which Moshe basically slips in. When Moshe tells them to go and gives them their uh, questions to bring back the answers to, his last re- sentence is, take a look at the land. Hashmenahi imraza, is it uh, a rich land or is it lean? And hayeshba eitz imayin, literally, are there trees, which our rabbis understand, do they have protection, are there great individuals there? And Rashi tells us that when they went there, Eov, the tzaddik, was a, had died just then, meaning sword silam. They don't have any more this protection. And Moshe says to them, "Listen carefully. Vischazaktem, you shall literally strengthen yourselves. Ulakachtem mipriya oretz, and you should bring back from the fruit of the land." Now, what does that mean? Vischazaktem, that you shall strengthen yourself. So there are those such as the Sapurno who learns the word 
this chazakten that you shall literally uh, strengthen yourself in the sense that, come on, stand up to them and bring back with you from the fruit of the land. Even though they're going to look upon you as if you are uh, stealing from them, don't be afraid of them. And others as well, learn that vizchazaktem means in a physical sense. I don't think it means that Moshe is saying to them, come on, do a couple more push-ups and sit-ups and you'll be able to... No, 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 no. So what's vizchazaktem? I'd like to suggest that, as our rabbis point out, and Rashi notes, and this is found in chapter 13, when it tells us what they brought back uh, from the uh, land of Canaan, that Rashi says, you should know that Yoshua and Kolev lo not luklum. Ten out of the twelve spies brought back the fruit. Namely, eight carried grapes, one carried a fig, one carried a pomegranate, and Yoshua and Kolev did not. Why? Because I'd like to continue in the ways of the Shalom HaKadosh, who was saying this, Chazaktem, be strong, be strong in your emuna, and bring back from the fruit of the land. When Yoshua and Kolev saw that they were not being strong in their emuna, unfortunately, they wanted no part of it. And therefore, they did not bring back of the fruit of the land. There's a very powerful idea that is being communicated to us here in Parsha Shlach. And that is the importance of emuna. The Jew has to have strong faith and bitachon and belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And I think it's so important to note that recently we saw, unfortunately, the war in Gaza, which claimed a dozen of our people. And we perhaps can look at it and say, well, at least we had the Iron Dome. No, that's missing the point one should realize that we were privileged to see nothing less than incredible hashkocha pratis. With thousands of rockets being sent into Eretz Yisrael, we saw literally divine protection. Don't call it the Iron Dome. Call it literally the Hand of Hashem. And as we are taught in Shmos chapter 3, when Moshe asks Hashem for his essence, for his calling card, and Hashem says, Zeshmi le'olam, this is my essence forever. And the rabbis tell us that the word le'olam, which is written in every Sefer Torah, choser, without the vav, lamid ayin, lamid mem, and it's pronounced not just le'olam, but it's read le'elem, hidden, that Hashem is hidden. Hashem was hidden behind that 
Iron Dome. But he was the one that was saving our lives. He was the one that was protecting our cities. When you say the Tachanun and Shomer Yisrael, Shemo Sheiris Yisrael, you have to stop and say it and thank you, Hashem, for that divine wink that we saw your presence and your absolute protection for Klau Yisrael in our midst. And this is what we have to take from the Chet um, of the Meraglim. And this is what the Torah is teaching us when we read Parsha Shlach each and every year. It's a reminder for us to become Talmidim of the Shaloh HaKadosh and to recognize and to realize that our trust, our Bitochon, has to be as it was, is, and always will be. We only can rely alovinu Shabbat Shamayim. Shabbat Shalom to all.
Yismach Moshe, this is Leviathan. Simcha Liner before that with Viala Kol. You heard Avram Rosenblum, the Diasperados with Akol Yoducha. Friday morning on this era of Shabbos, Parsha Shlach with candlelighting in New York at 8.03. We'll bench Rosh Chodesh tomorrow. Rosh Chodesh Tammuz will be uh, Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday for Rosh Chodesh. I thank all of you for listening. I want to thank those of you who've already answered my call to support JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org, 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 and um, make sure to support JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. And I thank you all for your gracious donations and generous donations fjbunity.org those of you may uh, at home may have gotten the uh, envelope already for our spring summer campaign if you've done that and you've returned it I thank you for that don't forget Sunday it's Unite for Israel the parade in Teaneck, New Jersey information on Instagram Unite for Israel 2021 Unite for Israel 2021 and a Gmail address for email information, uniteforisrael2021 at gmail.com, uniteforisrael2021 at gmail.com. And hopefully you'll be there in Bergen County this coming Sunday.
J.M. in the A.M. That's Leviathan. Friday morning, Arab Shabbos. Time to say good Shabbos with Journeys at J.M. in the A.M.
Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network. And of course, the beloved NSN app. Wraps up another week here at JM and the AM. Thank you for making it another stellar week at JM and the AM. Please support us. Go to fjbunity.org. fjbunity.org. Please support us. Have a fabulous Shabbos, wonderful weekend. I hope all of you come out to Bergen County for the big parade Sunday. Don't forget at 10 o'clock this morning after Naomi Nachman, it's going to be Mark Zamek with the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It'll be Friday. Music mix, Erev Shabbos music mix brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And, of course, the final hour at 7 p.m. tonight brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Make sure to um, check it out and enjoy. We are your soundtrack for Erev Shabbos here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Till Monday, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.